Happy New Year, Parish Orphans of Retrogrades. First show of the, the new year, 2022. And I am here with my brother from another mother, Jesse <laughs> Romero. We're going to be talking about protesting the Satanic Conference in Arizona. Jesse, how the heck are you, bro? Tim, I'm better than most, not as good as some. Thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, this is something important we, we Catholics have to talk about. Yeah, I'm looking at your, I mean, for, for people out there that are like, what just happened? It's January the 3rd. I'm still celebrating the new year. <laughs> what, what little there is to celebrate in the new year. And what, what it looks like, uh, those parish orphans and retrogrades who tuned in to talk about faithful Catholics opposing a satanic conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is close to where you call home now, um, is, is just that. Things are as strange as they seem. We're going to get into the, um, the, the peas and carrots uh, as, as to what, how, what, your, what contra force you're mounting against this thing. It's a conference that's supposed to take place in middle February, Jesse. But before that, I just want to say, by way of, I didn't do a New Year's show this year for the first time in a couple of years. And I, I just like to point out something I've been pointing out to my family and friends around here. And I was just making this joke to Jesse. You, you, you comment on this, Jesse. Going into 2021, Everyone on Twitter, on social media, in real life, everyone commented, hey, maybe 2021 will be our year. It will be more normal. We'll reclaim some Christian normalcy. You know, it won't be like 2020. And then 2021, of course, uh, came along and disappointed every expectation or hope. Uh, no one's doing that in 2022, you know, going from 21 to 22, everyone's like, um, this is the new normal. Everything is, everything is broken. Right. Yeah. It's uh, Isaiah. The prophet warned us that we would enter a time, uh, where, you know, white would be black, black is white. Good is evil. Evil's good. Uh, down is up and up is down. We've entered that. We're in the twilight zone right now. People have lost their moral compass and we are definitely a post-Christian country. Yeah, without a, without a doubt. This used to be academic, right? Or we, we po you know, it was always mostly a Protestant country. Are we still sort of Protestant mainstream? No, we're, we're beyond that. And the proof in the pudding is the fact that now, um, a couple times a year, a few more than that, if you pay really close attention, the Satanic Temple is launching events that are... 501c3 uh, tax exempt that are popular that are being covered by all the major news outlets and that are not being run out of town by like biker gangs or or you know the venerable order of the elks or something and that's what you'd like to do in scottsdale so we're going to talk about that some this this early february early to mid-february event put on by the satanic conference in in uh arizona they're calling it the lupercalia which is it would be hilarious if it weren't so shocking what they're trying to do. We'll talk about that in one sec. I just wanted to remind my people, the parish orphans and retrogrades, that if you go to timothyjgordon.com, our classes, which are beginning for the spring semester, which is the second semester of Intro to Latin, a constitutional class in preparation for uh, the biggest SCOTUS case of our generation, arguably of the country ever, where they can get rid of Roe versus Wade. It's called Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health. You'll be able to understand that better if you understand the Constitution. So I'm running an intro to Constitution course, an intro to Tolkien course, and a bunch of other pre-recorded uh, church history, U.S. history courses on TimothyJGordon.com. So if you want to join the live classes, which begin the 
third, three and a half weeks into January, then that's the, you know, that's got a, a, a time date on it, a timestamp. You got to go uh, to timothyjgordon.com now and click enroll on Retrograde Classical Academy. If you want to buy one of the pre-recorded lectures, you can do that at any time. And they are uh, downloadable, uploadable in the same spot on timothyjgordon.com. This is, this is what people are turning to instead of bad high school education, bad college education. People can educate themselves from home. And that's what timothyjgordon.com is trying to help you guys to do. Okay, so Jesse, tell us about this crazy Lupercalia event in Scottsdale, Arizona that's being planned for a month, month and a half from now. Well, the, the Temple of Satan, they tried to do the invocation uh, at, at one of the Scottsdale City Hall's council meetings. And the city council says, nope, not in our city. So this, the Temple of Satan sued the city of Scottsdale. City of Scottsdale won. And as a result of that, these guys are upset now. So now they're saying, okay, if you guys don't allow us, and I don't know why they picked on Scottsdale, maybe because it's kind of a new, I've heard it's a new AG town from people, friends of mine that are out there. So now they're upping the ante, the Temple of Satan. They're saying, okay, well, now we're going to have a conference, a three-day conference there, February 11th, 12th, and 13th in Scottsdale. It's going to be at a, at a hotel called the Saguaro Hotel in downtown Old Scottsdale. And this three-day conference, uh, they're going to be doing what they always do, a black mass. I went into their website. They also said they're going to do a consecration of uh, the city of Scottsdale to Satan. I mean, some people laugh at all this stuff, but this stuff is true. Yeah. And this stuff is dangerous. The, 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 they're playing with fire. And, uh, and so there's going to be a Catholic response. I mean, I, I don't live too far from Scottsdale. And so I said, well, not on my watch. And so thanks a lot for having me on, Tim. I want to get all the Phoenix Catholics, which are sizable, <clears throat> and, and to, to go out there. We're going to hold a, a, a peaceful, prayerful protest in front of the Saguaro Hotel. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's February 11th, 12th, and 13th. And we're going to be strategic. We're going to do it from 12 noon to 3 p.m. Why? That's oh, the yeah. time our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ hung on the cross for us and redeem the world. And so your, your prayer power, it's like jumping into the Colorado river. You're, you're right. going to, you're going to flow faster. Your prayer is going to be more powerful praying at the time that Christ was redeeming the world. So people that don't live in Phoenix, I'm asking them to mark these dates on your calendar. Make sure maybe you say a rosary from your diocese, your state, do a holy hour, go to mass that day. And just remember that here in Phoenix, we're going to be fighting against the temple of Satan on those three dates because, once again, uh, the Catholics that are here are sizable. I want the Catholics here to bring out the rosaries, sacramentals, holy images. Make sure you're in a state of grace. Make sure you've got a confession. We don't need anybody there in mortal sin. Make sure you're in a state of grace because Catholic prayer makes satanic curses powerless. Amen, brother. Like, you're flyer which is really effective got a lot of good info gives the reader or viewer this much the satanic temple has announced that scottsdale has been selected as the site for the group's first religious convention this is a, this is inaugural uh satancon.com is a three-day event 
that'll take place February 11th to 13th, 2022, Scottsdale officials made clear that they are in fact accepting an inclusive regarding Satanists, Lucian Greaves uh, um, stated, we heard you Scottsdale in regard to the, the, the history, the static between them and the town. We heard you Scottsdale and we accepted that as an invitation to turn Scottsdale into the happy satanic fun capital of the world. These people are, it is for real, but I, I don't know how they take themselves seriously. The website says Lupercalia in Scottsdale. What does Lupercalia in Scottsdale mean? Jesse, you want to break that down for us? Well, I looked it up. Lupercalia is a Roman festival. It's held on February 15th in honor of Lupercus, which is regarded as the god of fertility, who, by the way, we reject, renounce, and rebuke in Jesus' name. And uh, I guess in pagan Rome, it was a celebration of where dogs and goats were sacrificed and their skins were cut up into, into thongs with which the pagan priests ran through the city, striking everyone, particularly women. It's just, it's just, it's bizarre. This is very bizarre. Yeah, I mean, I think the danger, Jesse, is for, for folks out there, even good Catholics, to look at this, to look at what is a Lupercalia, a dog and, and wolf thongs cut up and, and running around throwing these things at women. It sounds like they're trolling Christians, but that's a, that's a honey trap in a way, a conceptual honey trap to think like that, that they're just out there to troll Christians. In some sense, it's true that the uh, Luciferian project is sets itself up strictly as a, not a bona fide philosophy, but as a contra and against philosophy. Fair enough there, but they're very motivated. Are they not? I mean, they're, they're more motivated than most Christians in terms of moving into a new place. There's some, some square footage on the landscape that they want. They, they take it, even if they're rebuffed at first or repelled, they get it and they're, they're hungry. They're motivated. They're ambitious, right? Yeah. And uh, one of the things about the temple of Satan is th these are like the second wave Satanists. The first wave of Satanists in our country was Anton LaVey and Michael Aquino. Those are the two like founders back in the 60s and 70s. These are now Lucian Greaves. These are now the second wave of Satanists. Sometimes, again, they use deception. When you talk to them or you chat with them, they'll say, we don't actually believe in a devil, right? You know, it's just more of a metaphor. We just believe in just, uh, you know, to the power to do your own thing, not follow any guidelines, do your own will, do thy will. That is the whole of the law. So sometimes again, they'll say, no, we don't actually believe in an actual Satan, but they use curses, uh, they use hexes and incantations right out of witchcraft and right out of satanic rituals they also do black masses so again i i think they're they're like muslim terrorists in a sense that muslim terrorists have a doctrine called in arabic is called takia what does that mean it means we can lie to an infidel so right. long as we can advance our cause the, the cause of islam satanists will do the same thing they'll look at you right in the face they'll say come on we don't actually believe in a devil we're just kind of more of a secular humanist movement that wants to power the empower the individual and break from the shackles of of uh, you know organized uh, Judeo Christian religion. But as they're saying all this, they got both their fingers crossed behind their back. Right.
Yeah, it's funny. I've made the last time I did a show on Satanism. In fact, I made the exact same analogy, uh, Jesse, to Islam, that they're encouraged, not just allowed, encouraged to in the uh, proselytization of the world to Islam, the, the submission of the world to Islam, to lie, lie, cheat, steal, do whatever you have to do, like like um, Muhammad and Ali moving from Mecca to Medina. And I didn't know the word taqiyya, but um, it, boy, boy, that 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 analogy begs to be made. One thing that you think if you know Arizona is why would they not do this in Sedona with the strong New Age movement that's under underway there? You that's know, why, true. Why that Scottsdale? Would have been, that would have been a perfect place to pick because that is kind of a New Agey place. Scottsdale has uh, there's there's some strong Catholics there. I mean, they're they're right now they're they're uh, the hair on their neck is standing up. I've called up all the parishes in Scottsdale, spoken to the pastors. Everybody's on board. Again, I'm inviting every Catholic from the Phoenix Diocese to come out and pray with us Yeah. Uh, on, on these three days, which is February 11th, 12th, and 13th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll be praying from 12 to 3 p.m. We'll be starting off with the 12 noon Angelus, and we'll be ending with the 3 p.m. Divine Mercy. Uh, the only thing the city of Scottsdale says, you know, we remain on the sidewalk, don't go on private property. I've already checked the police department, city hall. Uh, they don't, we can't have any amplification, any speakers with any amplified devices. That's a, a misdemeanor in the city of Scottsdale, but uh, we can take bullhorns like you have in sporting events. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have, I want uh, other people that don't live here. I'm just going to ask you to mark your calendar. Make sure you go to mass that day. Maybe uh, say a rosary a divine mercy. Think about us in Phoenix and just fire off some prayers uh, in our direction. Sh shoot some, shoot some rounds down range in our direction. Amen. Yeah. I mean, one thing I, I just, I don't want to sound like I'm in admiration of what they're doing, but the Sun Tzu line is to know your enemy and to do what they do well. The, the, the other side, the Luciferian left or whatever, the, the, the true left, which are, which is Luciferianism. They're so good at not just taking the easy win and saying, hey, let's set up shop in Sedona. We already have a bunch of ex-hippies that have dabbled in the black arts, you know, messing around with crystals and stuff, uh, you know, the power of crystals. Let's go. Let's take it to where there are some Catholics. Let's take let's, you know, on the risk board, let's actually take the strategic property, the strategic advance, even if that means we have a fight ahead of us or a couple fights ahead of us. This is what. This is what we need to be doing back. And, and instead of saying, oh, look at the loopy left, look at how, how kooky they are, we need to take them seriously and not underestimate the opponent. They, they're doing something that anyone who wants to win a war ought to be advised to do. And, and this is the narrative structure that comprises modern-day Western civilization. It's just they pick the good, hard, strategic battles, and they go and, by and large, win most of them. They don't, they don't win every battle, but they, they're hungry, right? Caesar wanted men about him who were fat he, he, because they're not, they're not hungry. Um, the right and, and Christians, the political right, the cultural right, Protestants and Catholic Christians in the West – we tend to want men about us who are fat. We're like, oh, we're good enough. We're holy enough. We're conservative enough. We're sufficient on our own. And I've really grown now that it's 2022, clown world, clown year. I, I'm just sick of it, Jesse. I want, I want the fight. 
you know, I, I've wanted it for some time, but people need to go out and, and with their rosaries, they need to please parish orphans and retrogrades. If you're anywhere near Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, for these three days, or even one of these three days, go join Jesse and uh, the, the Virgin Most Powerful crew and fight back and, and troll these guys that are trying to troll us. We need to, we need to organize, man. I'm, I'm sick of this. I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's a clown world, ain't it, Jesse? It sure I'm is. sick of it. It sure is. But uh, one of the things in the flyer you could see where uh, I quote St. Louis de Montfort where he says, Public prayer is far more powerful than private prayer to appease the anger of God and call down his mercy. And Holy Mother Church, guided by the Holy Ghost, has always advanced public prayer in times of public tragedy and sufferings. So what we're going to do is we're going to have priests there as well, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, with the Blessed Sacrament. And we're going to have the priests, as the lay people are praying, and by the way, all the prayers that I have picked are very strategic that I know that basically it, uh, it, it scrambles the channel of Satanists because I've talked to Satanists and witches and they've told me, Tim, they say when Catholics start praying certain prayers, it scrambles our communication. It's like getting some kid, some gangbanger that's got a boombox playing raunchy music and, and you just get it and you throw it in the pool and now all you hear is garbled. You know, you can't hear the, the sounds anymore. When Catholics pray, our prayers projected like arrows. What it does, it sabotages, it 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 completely uh, obfuscates and 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 it hinders satanic curses, uh, hexes, and incantations, and it drives them crazy. I expect as we're praying, some of these satanists are going to come out with holding their ears, their hands to their ears, and saying, "Stop it! Knock it off!" Because I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. There was a guy in front of me on the airport a while back ago, and he was um, right behind him, ready to get into the, the plane. He has a, a, a magazine, and it's a pornographic magazine, which also got some satanic you know, uh, uh, artistry on the magazine. I'm right behind him. I'm reading St. John the Paul II's Faith and Reason. Yeah. So I'm behind him reading John Paul II's Faith and Reason. He's in front of me, reading, watching some some satanic uh, pornographic magazine. So in my mind, I said, oh, man, this poor guy. So I started just praying in my mind for him. He turned, Tim, I didn't move my lips and say anything. He turned around at me and Whoa. looked and growled and said, stop it. Really? He didn't know what I was doing. What I'm, I'm telling you. They, they can detect, it's just like sound waves. They know when a, a Catholic is praying and wow. it causes wow. them, it disrupts their, it, their circuitry. It disrupts their ability to, to, to project their curses. Their curses become powerless, Tim. And so the prayers that we're going to be praying there, I got, I'm making a little manual. I'm going to make Xerox copies. They're going to be strategic prayers to completely just block any curses that they may be projecting. And then the priest that we have there on three days, he's going to do a St. Louis de Montfort consecration of the city of, to Scottsdale to Our Lady. Beautiful. Now, and St. Louis de Montfort says, whatever you consecrate to Our Lady, Satan can, he, he can't touch it. 
It's untouchable to a demon. When you consecrate something to Our Lady, the devil can't touch this. So we're going to have Catholic priests that are pastors in that area in Scottsdale consecrate their city because that's their jurisdiction there. That's their, their spiritual authority. And these Satanists, they're fooling people by saying we're going to consecrate Scottsdale to Satan because they have no claim. Satan has no claim to Scottsdale because when Jesus Christ died for our sins on the cross, that means that every square inch on planet Earth belongs to Jesus Christ. He purchased it with his blood. And once a Catholic priest consecrates that city, which is his area, because those are his parishioners, it's going to completely take away any power that they may try to try to uh, project through their satanic mass, their black mass, or through their consecration. If you guys out there are interested in the concepts that, that Jesse's batting around here, I mean, it's mainly a call to action show, right? Everyone who's anywhere near Scottsdale, Arizona, February 11, 12, 13, go out and support Jesse, prayer rally, rosary, uh, consecration from St. Louis de Montfort. But the concept's fascinating and important on its own. And I would also point out that uh, Jesse's book, The Devil in the City of Angels, which came out you know, a year and a half ago, is an amazing book and has amazing firsthand accounts by this sheriff's department uh, law enforcement, Chad here, Mr. Jesse Romero, and and firsthand stuff that you've seen. Do you want to? I've had you on the show a lot about your book, uh, Jesse. But do you want to? This is kind of like your story about the guy, the the guy that's looking at porn in front of you and like barks at you when you're just doing silent um, prayer, mental prayer. Do you want to share any of the stories from yeah, that book give, that you think would be a, relevant? Let me give you another one, just to yeah. show you the power of prayer. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a priest friend of mine who was, uh, he's actually a professor in Rome for many years. He's now here in the States. He was visiting some of his priest friends in the diocese of San Francisco. I can't mention his name. Um, yeah. So, and so he's going to be here a week from Rome. He's, uh, he's away from his professor duties and stuff. And he's taking the BART, the, the public transit system there in San Francisco He's in the back of the BART, uh, the BART uh, uh, bus. He said, I started praying my rosary, took, you know, I still have about a 20 minute drive to my, uh, my friend's house, the pastor at St. Saint, Saint Miscellaneous Church. He says, I was dressed like a civilian. I was off for a whole week. You know, it was a summer. I was dressed in my civilian clothes. The civvies. So, yeah. 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 So all of a sudden, the BART stops in front of a building. He says, and I saw this building. It didn't have any signs. It was a brick building, kind of looked like it was run down. I saw a bunch of young adults leave the building and walk into the BART. He goes, coincidentally, they were 13 of them. I don't know why I counted. They're 13. They were sitting in the front. The BART took off. He says, I'm in the back praying my rosary. I have my rosary between my legs and I'm praying, you know, silently. He says, all of a sudden, he says, one of the young men stood up and held his ears. He goes, he's all the way in the front. I'm all the way in the back. He's holding his ears and he's screaming, stop it. Stop it. Somebody's praying in here. Stop that person. Ah, it hurts. It hurts. Stop him. Wow. The 12 other young adults fanned out and started running up and down the bar. 
and they're looking at people's mouth and stuff and they have a Bible or something. So father says, uh-oh, I'm an old man. You got a bunch of young young people here. Uh, they're on, uh, you know, prayer watch here. And so he says, I put my rosary in my pocket and instead of moving my lips, I started praying mentally. So I'm still doing the praise of the rosary with my rosary in my pocket. They're running up and down and the head guy was screaming, stop him, stop, somebody's, ah, it hurts. He said right before they started this, they stood up and they started walking around in a circle in the front of the bar, 13 of them in a circle. He said they were praying or they were speaking in languages. He goes, I know like six or seven languages. He goes, it wasn't Latin, it wasn't Spanish, it wasn't English, it wasn't French, it wasn't Italian. It was a language that I never heard of. He says, and there was 13 of them. Here's what's interesting. A satanic group, they call them a coven, C-O-V-E-N. It's, it's comprised of 13 people. Once you get 14 people, they start another one. So they keep their group small and because they want to be able to do like swift strikes. And so uh, he says, they're going to figure out, he goes, that I'm the one that's praying because they're running up and down. They're looking at your faces. He says, as the bar stopped, I got off the bar and I end, and ended up renting one of those uh, scooters and went to my friend's house. He says, wow. he told me, but I noticed my prayers in the rosary, mental prayers, I wasn't even vocalizing them. It was disrupting their, their incantations that they were doing, and it was causing the leader pain, actual cerebral pain. He was, he was screaming in pain, stop it. Somebody's praying, stop him. Again, th- and I've heard this from other Satanists that I've talked to and witches. This is exactly what Catholic prayer does. This is it, what it does. It sabotages. It's like, it's like a burglar going out to your house and pulling off the phone jack. You have no communication now. That's what we do. And uh, again, I, I've been told this over and over again yeah, by yeah. Satanists themselves that I have that I've had conversations with. Yeah, as if we didn't need extra incentive to pray, because there's so much incentive to pray, particularly in 2022 already. But now we get the the cherry on top that it causes physical pain to these uh, jackasses. So. Just- <laughs> So that, that makes me want to pray two rosaries a day, you know, and I'm always, I'm always, you know, trying to motivate myself to, to go and and do more, pray more. That's, there it is. So thank you. Thank you very much. Let me mention something, let me mention something important because I, I, when I, I was on Twitter after the, the, the stolen election, I got off of Twitter and I got off of Facebook. Uh, So, but when I was on Twitter under the Trump years, uh, I remember I put out a tweet. I said something like, uh, prayer is a weapon. And then some, uh, some very well-known liberal theologian text, I mean, tweeted and said, uh, what's Jesse Romero talking about? Prayer is a weapon. Uh, where did he get that from? <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm like saying, okay, where did I get prayer as a weapon from? Uh, and, and he texts this uh, this leftist theologian te- uh, tweeted. He said, "Prayer is not a weapon. Prayer is love, love, love." What's Jesse Romero talking about? So then I I responded to him. I said, "Father," I said, "Saint Lawrence, who uh, who by the way he was uh, he, he he was he fought in the Crusades. 
Yeah, he did. Lawrence, the Capuchin uh, superior, said, prayer is a weapon against a heart stubbornly entrenched in vice. Prayer is a sword. What about Our Lady to St. Dominic? I told him, Father, Our Lady appeared to St. Dominic and said, Dear Dominic, do you know which weapon the Blessed Trinity wants to use to reform the world? Rosie. He says, I want you... I want you to use the battering ram, which has always been my angelic psalter. What about St. Padre Pio? Says the rosary is the weapon against all the evils of the world today. What about St. Bernard of Clairvaux? He says the weapon of prayer. He says we shall come off as conquerors at last for prayer is more powerful than all the demons. What about St. Alphonsus Liguori? The bottom line is I, I, I responded to this liberal priest with about 12 of the fathers of the church and saints that called prayer a weapon. St. Alphonsus of Liguori. Prayer is the most powerful weapon the Lord gives us to conquer evil. Let me just say one thing, Tim. This will be important for the audience. Yep. The Bible describes prayer like an arrow. Bible describes prayer like an arrow. In, in, in Psalm, Psalm 18. Uh, verse 14 and 15 in Psalm 64, verse 8, the Bible says, God shoots an arrow at them in a moment they're struck down. Psalm 18, 15, God lets, his, lets fly his arrows and scatters them, sh uh, shoots his lightning bolts and disperses them. Now, in Catholicism, so we have the Bible calling prayer an arrow. Look, th think about the movie 300. Remember the Persians, the way they went after uh, King Leonidas and the 300 men? And it was, it was kind of a cowardly way to do it, but it was effective. Archers. Yes. Boy, oh boy, when you put the archers on the wall, the other guys don't have a chance. They got to put their shields up and, and just take the rain of those arrows. That's what we as Catholics do when we pray. What we're doing is we're lighting up the sky with with arrows that's what the bible calls prayer arrows and and so arrow pr prayer has an offensive nature to it because it hurts the enemy and it also affords a blanket like a, a, a defensive wall for us and so come down with us uh september 11 12 and 13th and join good catholic men in phoenix if you live in the phoenix diocese and let's be archers and fire arrows for three hours at the satanic conference let's rain arrow let's darken the sun amen yeah get there get there uh if anyone who's in arizona let's let's make this happen february 11 12 13 so there's almost a month and a half to plan to stop or to hinder the satanic conference the lupercalia that's happening there these satanic goons that are trying to take over Scottsdale, Arizona. Jesse, thanks for thanks for the PSA for anyone in your neck of the woods. You, like me, brother, got out of California. We're, we're, we're gone. You know, I know you guys also, like me uh, here on Rules for Retrogrades, you plug real estate for life for the good folks that just can't take it and shouldn't take it anymore in the blue states. You know, get out and contact realestateforlife.org and get from a blue state to a red state. You know, Arizona will do. I try to get people to come further east into the southeast, Jesse. That maybe someday you'll you'll join me here, that's, brother. That's you and quite and, possible. Yeah, that's quite possible. 
Well, well, thanks for the for the PSA. People are now on notice. February eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth. Parish Orphans Retrogrades help out our always a friend of this program, Jesse Romero. How's your buddy uh, in closing, Jesse? Uh, how's How's Terry Barber doing? Terry's doing great, man. That guy's that guy's full of vim, vigor, and vitality. That guy's got more energy uh, at sixty three or sixty four than most thirty uh, year old Catholics. Terry's just a dynamo for the Lord. And by the way, if you want that flyer, just go to my website. I just posted it on my website, jesseromero.com. It'll be right there on the website. And maybe, Tim, if you can post it also in your social media. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll make sure to do that. And I'll, Thanks, I'll, partner. Yeah, I'll, I'll give the, the important info in the show notes right beneath uh, this live show, which will be able to be watched as soon as we finish here. Jesse, God bless you. Uh, AD 2022. It's only getting weirder from here, isn't it? Do, do you have any closing parting shots for people? Yeah, in early part, the, the parting shots is this closing there's two kingdoms in the world you got the kingdom of satan and the kingdom of christ there's no third team right you got to decide what key what team you're going to be part of the good news is is that we know is that satan's kingdom has an expiration date it tells us in revelation chapter 20 verse 10 it says that the lord will come back and throw the devil the false prophet and the beast into the lake of fire and seal it and torment them forever and ever Satan's kingdom has an expiration date. Here's the good news. Luke 1, I think it's 33 and 34. It says that the kingdom of Christ will reign forever and ever and ever. Remember that. There's no expiration date to the kingship of Christ. Hey, it's Volt. God bless you, Jesse. And we'll, we'll see you at some conference or something. I, I owe you a couple beers now. Uh, I hope to see you soon, bro. I got to have you back on, brother. Okay, Terry keeps asking for you. All right. Okay. Say hi we'll to Steph. God bless you. You too. Hi to Anita. Love you the family. Parishioners and retrogrades. Deus Volt. Get there. Help out Jesse. And we will have some more exciting programming later this week. We're, we're back off of vacation. God bless you guys.